folks uh, continuing uh, what we discussed uh, previously uh, like people like uh, amir lakrat or any mullah i mean you just have to look into their personal lives and their uh, daily schedule if you see any mullah their schedule is really amazing they don't work even 2 hours in a day and all they do is hanky panky reciting some arabic and some ayas from quran and loud it and say it loudly and then about muhammad and all this bullshit which really is what their entire business depends on they have nothing positive to give to the society and if you look into how they are created you will see that in a poor families the most stupid son if they have like say 2 3 or 4 as we used to have in the past the most stupid in many cases blind or hearing less or some kind of defect is sent to uh, madrasa and is uh, became made hafiz quran if he can see and talk he tries to be going to a madrasa with a, a religious education which is so stupid i mean if you can just look at the syllabus of the most common teaching method of mullahs like darsa nizami you will see that this is exactly based on 7th century mentality where thinking is not allowed questions are not allowed arguing is not allowed criticizing quran is not allowed criticizing any 7th century barbarian is not allowed they all are put on a high pedestal and then make stories after stories about them and then make money I mean, these mullahs originally started, uh, I believe, 60 years after the death of Muhammad. Because for 60 years, Arabs did not care anything about Muhammad. There was not even a single book written about Muhammad. Even Quran was written after 40 years, because Quran and its ayahs, which allow the caliph the absolute power. particularly on poors and women was used by these arab gangster to create an empire and even after that time the people they overpowered or they conquered they the smart people in those lands like iranians central asians uh, iraqis uh, shami yamanis you name it they had no power and no where to go that's why they got involved in this shit of religion to help caliph continue his status quo means the power of the caliph and the books were written about muhammad because when muhammad was dished by uh, the tribal leader around him particularly abu bakr umar and others they gave a damn about him or his family imagine muhammad dies and muhammad's daughter fatima tells caliph abu bakr that 
his father has given him a small piece of garden and he says no i heard muhammad saying that it has he has no inheritance the reason because abu bakar was not happy his daughter being forced by muhammad into his bed umar was not happy by, by forcing umar to give his daughter and same is the case of uh, abu sufyan or whoever actually around muhammad wherever he saw a beautiful woman he wanted that woman to be his wife and i have narrated one uh, hadith where he wherever he saw even a small baby i mean his claim that if this baby grow up and i am alive i will marry him so beside all these weaknesses which muhammad had he did not have anything bad in his nature he was unfortunately just being used when he claimed that jibril came to him and god wanted to send message to him his wife khatija who was very powerful very smart she took him to his uh, G- uh, christian cousin and he said i have read that moses also had similar incidents so maybe there's a good chance that god is talking to him so he started propagating and some people got converted and then things were going very peacefully for 15 years until she died and then these other killer tribal leaders around him they used him they hijacked him they took him to madina and then it is really unfortunate for arab culture arab history that they took away all women right they took away all human rights they took away any right of women of poors and then made them war fodders if you talk to a mullah he'll say oh the people loved muhammad so much that when he called uh, people to war jang badar and ohad and everybody was jumping up and down and going and asking him to uh, put us on the war front so they want to be shaheed and all that nonsense the fact is that he forced everyone to go to war with him the tribal leaders used every poor under their control to go to war with him because he says that if you don't go when we call for jihad we will burn your houses or we will expel you but they were so discriminative that muhammad son in law usman was at home he did not go to war every major conflict only the poors were the victims and all this claim that muhammad was loved is an absolute nonsense because when muhammad died hundreds of tribal tribes they ran away from islam they did not join islam for the love of muhammad or that allah is great but they were forced to and then abu bakar and omar umar bin as and khalid bin walid they started that uh, movement again and then they revived islam and arab empire
otherwise the islam will be dead imagine if ali was made caliph at that time a 27 year old young boy who has no idea what this world is about there will be no islam within 5 years because ali was a mullah muhammad was a mullah and all his future generations were the generations of mullahs and these tribal leaders umayyads the uh, the family of umar abu bakr they did not care any of the muhammad's family as a matter of fact umayyads killed more from the family of ali than any time in history they killed many imams they poisoned them because those imams and those uh, sons and daughters and the affiliates of ali were always conspiring to become the caliph because they thought muhammad at the time of muhammad he was all in all so now we it is our right that we be all in all and we be the mullahs as well as the caliphs as well as the people in power but they forgot one basic history lessons that mullahs can never be power be in power and if they are in power they only destroy their nation only the warriors are the one who have the intelligence who have the administrative levels and who have the warring techniques to do expansions to do whatever is needed to be done to take over others land that is why the from the time of abu bakar and omar and then usman this expansion continued and the basic philosophy was the same jihad is declared and every able man must join caliph without anything there was no salary back then they were only fed and they were giving some part of the booty the plundering money land whatever and even then they really dig their own grave by not thinking about humanity not thinking about the converts not thinking about the minorities not thinking about what to do next that is why they could not create a system whereby jobs can be created whereby people can share power and whereby people can start doing some learning and make the society better it took almost 200 years when abbasid took over that some iranians and central asians were given some responsibilities and share in the wealth and then most intelligent one among them they associated themselves with religion so they started making hadith they started making sharia and all this nonsense but because the basic idea was to have the arabs as supreme all the powers in their hand they did not allow them proper representation in government so much so that when some iranians they took some arab names they were denied and they said you cannot be an arab you are an inferior nation and you will remain so that is why the iranians central asians and other non arabs they started sufism 
another poison for Muslim culture, a poison which will destroy and is still destroying the, the Muslims all over the world, particularly in Pakistan. They have literally made it a country which is not livable. Everybody wants to run from the country because the ideology of early Islam and the ideology of Sufis and Shias, they creates a system where jobs cannot be created, where no human rights are allowed. Women are treated like dogs and that is why every mullah makes have a lot of fun, free money and become uh, every mullah mentality is same they are all crooks they are all rapists they are all women exploiters you name it and it is impossible that in Pakistan or anywhere in Muslim world a livable society can be created because the basic requirement of a livable society is women rights human rights that's the only two most important ingredients and as well as the freedom of faith. Imagine, I mean, they took away all the rights of the women, all the rights of the minorities, and they even took away the basic human right of freedom of faith. I mean, they converted hundreds and thousands to their faith, but did not allow a single person to convert to the other's faith while their society, their culture keep going down and down and down and today we have a culture which is so rotten that even you don't feel the bad smell in it. You don't see that everything we are doing is actually digging our grave. We make people from birth to the death an absolute Arab slave a terrorized Arab slave. They make, we make their life as hell. Just see any life of a poor Pakistani or even lower middle class or even middle class. The upper class, of course, do not believe any religion because they are having the fun of the life. So the upper class and the mullahs and the military gang don't care what happens to the society. But the life of 80%, I would say, in some cases, 90% of Pakistanis is a living hell. And then they are under a religion which tells them that you are going to go to hell. When you die, a big, ugly wrestler, big size will come and ask you, who is your prophet, who is Allah and all that bullshit. And if you don't answer, then he will put that hammer on your head so your body will be flat. I mean, the life of a Muslim is a hell when he's living and bigger hell when he's dead. I mean, there is no relief for him. There is no responsibility of anybody. In Muslim society, if you die, nobody is responsible. Allah ne liya tha, Allah ne le liya. Shaheed ho gaya. 1500 people die in Mecca, shaheed ho gaya. They put their bodies, put them in the dumpster and then put them in the earth. And then say, oh, now they're shaheed. And the nation or the society or the rulers have no compensation for Shaheed. They say, oh, Shaheed zinda hai, mara nahi hai, usko kafan de nahi ki zurat nahi hai. 
اس کو ایسے اٹھاؤ مٹی میں ڈالو اور خوش ہو جاؤ کہ بھائی وہ شہید ہو گیا ریئلی آئی مین یو کل پیپل لیفٹ اینڈ رائٹ اینڈ دین کال دیم شہید دی پیپل یو کل یو کال دیم نان مسلم اور کافر اینڈ اف یو ڈائی یو کلیم ٹو بی شہید آئی مین دس ایبسلوٹ نان سینس ہیز ٹو بی اسٹاپڈ وی نیڈ ٹو ری انوینٹ اوور لائف وی نیڈ ٹو ری انوینٹ اے کلچر وی نیڈ ٹو ٹیک ایگزامپلس فرام ماڈرن سوسائٹی سولائز سوسائٹی ہیومن سوسائٹی ویئر اینیملس ہیو رائٹ ان سولائز سوسائٹی اف یو بیٹ اے ڈاگ یو گو ٹو جیل یو کین ناٹ ایون بیٹ اینیمل دس از ہاؤ سولائز دس سوسائٹی دس سولائز سوسائٹی از ایوری تھنگ ہیپن ٹو اینی ہیومن بینگ somebody is responsible if it is because of your mischief you are responsible if it is government mistake government will compensate the family they will not say oh allah ne diya tha allah ne le liya the poor kids they die in thar in hundreds and thousands and imagine what the chief minister of sin said oh ye aurtein to air condition ka maza lene ke liye hospital mein aati hain she is bringing her sick son or daughter and this bastard thinks that they are coming there so that they can enjoy the air condition i mean this is the case of a people's party leader who is secular who is supposed to be knowing the problems of the society but because of the culture because of the mentality because of the religion which puts responsibility on nobody everything is on allah Hundreds die in flood, Allah is responsible. Thousands die in Allah is responsible. Shaheed ho gai. Allah ne liya tha, Allah ne de diya. And then we have the people like this, Amil Aqad, and then every mullah, even on this modern TV mullahs, who claim to be knowing the religion from A to Z, they don't take any responsibility. Nobody talks about responsibility. Nobody talks about human rights. Nobody talks about women's rights. Instead, they say, oh, woman is a gift from Allah and woman is diamond, so we must cover it so others will not steal. Can you see the stupidity and barbarism in this statement that they don't consider woman a human being? They think the woman is to be covered? I mean, these kind of mullahs, they should be totally boycotted because you cannot allow these barbarians to spread a message which is primitive from the cave edge. And if we look into the rituals which is forced on every Muslim, you will see that this is all later creation. All the four Imams, they propagate day and night. They were after 200 years of profit. 200 to 250 years of profit. Before they had the level and expertise, they were almost 10 generations after the Prophet. And the reason why they created these rituals were because they wanted to keep the poor busy. They don't want them to have any sex like they used to do with harams and hundreds and hundreds of slave uh, girls. The poor, they always wanted them to be ready for war. 
die for them and force others to surrender. This is very general practice in those days where the poor had no right. But Islam in particular, it mis mis misused the poor in the worst way, calling them their shaheed and then give them nothing. Nothing to his family, nothing to him. They don't let him enjoy his life and all he has to do is die for them. And this shaheed drama is still being used by the powerfuls. And everything uh, happened, somebody died, they say, oh, he's shaheed. Drowning, he's shaheed. Uh, earthquake, he's shaheed. If he wall drops on him, he's shaheed. Damn it, compensate them. If you created a wall which is so weak, then catch the contractor. You pay for his life. Just calling him shaheed and just throw him in the dirt is really the most barbaric thing. So in those days, in the early days, there were no such thing as namaz and roza and all this. This is all later creation. At the times, Arabs were only killing, beheading, conquering and creating uh, an empire. It is almost 100 years after when they realized that because their uh, mentality, their, their uh, ideology back then, which was uh, Islam, Quran, without Muhammad, is not going to work forever. So they created a new Muhammad. Otherwise, as the history tells us, Muhammad was never liked by these tribal leaders. They hated him and they, they killed his daughter and couldn't did not allow him a small piece of garden. And then later they poisoned and killed uh, many of his family members. Most of the Shia Imams, they were poisoned or killed by Umayyads. That is why when Umayyads rule was over and the Abbasids were took over, the way they took revenge from Umayyad is the most horrific in human history. They not only killed whoever was able to, they were able to catch, they took out the graves and then burned their bones of all the caliphs, Umayyad caliphs. There was so much hate. And remember, they were all cousins. Umayyads, Abbasids, Muhammad's family, they are all cousins. They're all from the same grandfather. But because of that barbaric mentality they had back then, in 7th century and then later centuries, they could not present a better example. And in Arab history, there never had been a peaceful conversion till today. Even today, they have no civilized ideology in existence in Arab world. Everywhere you see the killer uh, kings, you see the dictators, and you see all the crooks of the Middle East in control. Just look at the PLO, the Palestinians. Their leaders are the richest in the world. And they give a damn. And they cry day and night, oh, Israel done this, Israel done that, Israel done nothing. Israel gives them millions of dollars to run their part. But they don't do it. And then we saw that from 8th century till uh, 15th century and later, the Sufi gang emerged and they created a religion which is totally unlivable. 
This is amazing. The educated Muslims don't even think about it. That these Sufi gangs who are becoming rich and richer claim themselves to be the people of Allah, claim themselves to be poor all their life, they are billionaires. They now control the economy and the politics of Pakistan. And the people are still put into ritual. They have created millions of stupid duas. But the whole Muslim world from 7th century till today has not created a single dawa, a single medicine. Everything is done by non-Muslims because they have human rights. They have a culture which is livable. They have a place which people love and nobody wants to leave. You can offer a million dollars to any person living in the civilized world and tell them would you like to go to Pakistan. They will say bullshit. See, this is what should tell you where you stand. Why the people like Amir Lakat and this internet mullahs and this are fooling you and able to make money. We don't see any scientist having an internet place where he can talk about science. We don't see any entrepreneur talking about business. We don't see any cultural revolutionary who can tell people unless you give rights to women, respect your kids, respect animals. You can never be a civilized nation and you will never have a help wanted sign. But in the meantime, the mullahs, the crooks, the powerful, the military will have fun of their life and the country will keep going down. Think about it. God bless.